We first covered the topic of REIT investing or real estate investment trusts a little over two years ago, right after the March 2020 COVID markets fall. Given our recent news or noise video on dividends matter, I wanted to take this video as an opportunity to walk you through real estate investment trust investing, and what you should and should not be looking for if you're out there picking your own stocks or searching for dividends. I'm Chris Paris with Oak Harvest Financial Group here in Houston, Texas, and welcome to our weekly Stock Talk podcast. Before we get into this week's topic of real estate investment trust investing, please take a moment to click on the subscribe button and click on the notification bell so you will be alerted when our team uploads our latest content. Retirees and many other nearing retirement love dividend stocks because they can help provide current reoccurring income through their cash distributions. Many investors gravitate towards owning some publicly traded REITs or real estate investment trusts. I'm going to provide what I hope is an eye-opening educational lesson for investors in REITs. I'm doing this mainly because these investment vehicles have become an enormous investment category in the last 20 years. As baby boomers have desired investment vehicles that provide income for retirement. With government interest rates low over the previous 15 years, money has flocked into real estate by way of mutual funds, single stocks, and ETFs. Public REITs account for $2.5 trillion in assets spread amongst 225 public companies. Private REITs amount to almost $1 trillion. Combined, these groups account for $3.5 trillion. It's an industry that has become massive. My comments here are directed specifically at publicly traded single stock listed REITs. First off, what is the definition of a REIT or real estate investment trust? Here's the definition and please listen carefully. They are companies that own, and this is very key to today's story, or they finance income producing real estate across a single or multiple property sectors. REITs allow investors to invest in a portfolio of otherwise illiquid real estate assets the same way one can invest in industries through buying stocks, mutual funds, or ETFs. The shareholders of REITs earn a share of property income, which is commonly referred to as funds from operation. The real estate investment structure opens the door to investing in real estate without having to personally go out and buy, manage, or finance a property. This sounds simple enough, doesn't it? REIT invests in a wide variety of property types, including apartments, offices, warehouse, health facilities, data centers, and even big cell phone towers you see on the highways. Sometimes they invest in hotels, retail stores, and other infrastructure. They can be single property focused, like Crown Castle Holdings, which publicly traded cell phone tower REIT, or they can be diverse in their holdings, like a WP Carry, which owns apartments and offices and all sorts of multi-property types. Most REITs operate in a very straightforward business model. They directly own physical real estate. They lease space to clients who pay rent for their use. What makes this REIT structure so special? The REIT company generates income, which is not taxed at the corporate level. They then pay those funds out to shareholders in the form of dividends. Shareholders then pay taxes on those dividends they receive. REITs have the luxury through their tax structure of avoiding the double taxation issue that most companies run when they pay shareholders dividends. Double taxation is when a corporation must pay tax on its earnings, then when they distribute cash to its shareholders in the form of dividends, those shareholders are taxed again at the individual level. The catch here is 
the REIT must pay out at least 90% of its taxable income to shareholders. The fact is, most of the time, they pay out nearly 100% of income. That sounds great, yes? Most of the time, it is. However, this doesn't leave REITs much room for flexibility and almost no room for stock buybacks. Most REITs only can grow by way of selling additional shares to shareholders or debt offerings. What are the different types of REITs out there? There are four types of REITs out there. The first type is equity REITs. Most REITs that are publicly traded are equity REITs. These REITs own and operate income producing properties. These types of REITs usually leverage or borrow money to enhance shareholder returns up to no more than 25 to 35% of their capital. And if you're going to borrow money, that's a very low leverage level. These REITs typically yield 25 to 7% to their shareholders depending on their organic growth rate. The sweet spot for yield seems to be around 45 to 6% dividend. Publicly traded examples of this structure, as I mentioned previously, are Crown Castle and WP Carry. Why do investors venture out of this category when they invest in REITs? Most often, these investors are in search of higher income streams. Instead of a low mid-single digit dividend, they're looking for seven, eight, even double digit income. However, most investors don't realize the oversized risks that they're taking when they venture out of this area. Category two of REITs are mortgage REITs. These REITs, in my opinion, are not REITs outside of their tax structure. These REITs provide financing to income producing real estate by purchasing or originating mortgages or mortgage-backed securities and then earning income from interest on these investments. I'm gonna rephrase that and say it again. Are you ready? Go ahead and sit down. These REITs don't own physical real estate. I repeat, these REITs don't own real estate. They own paper, they own IOUs. These REITs own bonds and mortgage-backed securities that back real estate or are used to construct the real estate. These REITs are usually a group of portfolio managers, traders, and analysts sitting in an office, analyzing mortgage bonds, and buying and selling bonds. There is no land. There is no wood, copper, steel involved in any of these REITs. It's all paper to the investors. These structures are usually leveraging their portfolios already. Are you ready for this? Sit down 350% to 600%, with the average being around 450%. By doing this, REITs can take a very small spread of about 2%, called the lending spread, and make investors drool over a seven to 12% yield during calm market times. This is the math. 2% yield times 350 to 600% leverage is a seven to 12% dividend yield. That sounds great, yes? Unfortunately, during times of stress, like the last three months, the ultra high leverage and borrowing needs of these REITs make it the last place an investor wants to be in. Rising interest rates and higher interest rate volatility as we've seen over the last three or four months, can cause these portfolios huge investment risk. These factors can cause massive shifts in the terminal value of these portfolio holdings. We've seen all of this the past three months. Mortgage REITs like Redwood Trust, which was my first learning experience in the category over 20 years ago, have fallen by almost 50% this year, as enticingly high as an 8.5% yield was in January. That yield has now become 12.5% because you lost 50% of your initial investment. Other highly leveraged model mortgage REITs include Apollo Commercial Real Estate, Two Harbors, and MFA Financial. 
The team at Oak Harvest tries to avoid these investment vehicles. The final two categories of REITs, which I believe are equally as toxic, are public non-listed REITs and private REITs. The first category, public non-listed REITs, are also known as untraded REITs, which came flooding to the market around 2015 and 2016 when interest rates first collapsed to very low levels. The second category, private REITs, are private offerings that are exempt from SEC registration. Both categories of REITs normally entice investors with their advertising of 10 to 15% yields. Both categories have mostly proven to be too good to be true over time. The two major things I want you to take away from this video, first off, all REITs aren't created equal. It's become a very generic term, much as the term hedge fund has become generic. Secondly, before you stretch to buy any stock, including REITs, that has a high enticing yield, please check under the hood and ask yourself these questions. Why is the company paying what looks like an oversized dividend compared to everyone else in the same industry? Is it sustainable? And what is the company saying by this? Is it a warning? Equity investing is about total return. It's not all about dividend income yield. Also, dividends are not guaranteed. A high paying dividend does you no good if the stock depreciates in value every year. It does you no good if the stock has a history of big one-time collapses that wipe out multiple years of dividend income in a mere week or month. Our team here at Oak Harvest knows that 2022 has been a trying time for those in equity and bond markets who are not trading oriented. Almost all financial markets, both stocks and bonds, have been sustaining higher volatility this year, unlike recent years. This volatility is a constant reminder that, to investors that stocks don't always go up. Remember, unlike insurance markets and those tools, there are no guarantees in public equity markets. We know these sharp market moves drive emotions and the urge to make changes to what are supposed to be long-term asset allocations. If the ongoing market volatility is making you feel uneasy, give us a call and schedule a meeting with our Oak Harvest advisor. Our team does have insurance-based tools that don't have the volatility of public markets. However, I remind you, these investment vehicles will also have lower expected long-term returns. Our team here at Oak Harvest think our clients are best served by helping them plan for their future needs instead of focusing on the past. The future and stock markets are always uncertain and that is why our retirement planning teams plan for your retirement needs first and your greed second. Give us a call here to speak to an advisor and let us help you craft a financial plan that helps you meet your retirement goals. Call us here in Houston at 877-896-0040 and schedule an advisor consultation. Everyone here at Oak Harvest is here to help you on your financial journey into and through your retirement years. I'm Chris Paris, and from the whole team, have a great weekend. All content contained within Oak Harvest podcast expresses the views of the speaker and is for informational purposes only. It is based on information believed to be reliable when created, but any cited data, indicators, statistics, or other sources are not guaranteed. The views and opinions expressed herein may change without notice. Strategies and ideas discussed may not be right for you, and nothing in this podcast should be considered as personalized investment, tax or legal advice, or an offer or solicitation to buy or sell securities. Indexes such as the S&P 500 are not available for direct investment, and your investment results may differ when compared to an index. Specific portfolio actions or strategies discussed will not apply to all client portfolios. 
Investing involves the risk of loss, and past performance is not indicative of future results.